EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long EFTM Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Always lovely to have your company each and every week that you download, and I appreciate it um, because, you know, you don't have to. A lot of podcasts out there now, isn't there? Bloody hell, every man and his dog's got a podcast. But um, I don't give a rat's. Keep plugging away with what we do, which we've been doing for a very, very long time, um, and I like it that way. We do our own thing, and we do it our way. Uh, get in touch anytime you like. Go to the website, eftm.com. If this is your first time listening, how the hell did you find it? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, get in touch. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, at Trevor Long. On Instagram, at Trevor Long AU. And just search Trevor Long on Facebook. You'll find me. A um, bit to get through today. Lots of calls on very uh, different topics for those who sometimes tire of the same old questions. Um, there are some standard uh, phone questions in there, but also different, different, I guess, conversations about the phones. I'm sure we'll have uh, as we get to each caller. I want to talk about the prizes we've got coming up. I want to talk about a new Samsung service. I want to talk about my barbecuing experience. And I want to brag about the cars I've been driving because that's what we do. We all have to live vicariously through others. Um, you can live vicariously through me and my ability to drive really cool cars for just an hour if that's the case. So be it. Um, all of that and more coming up on this episode of the EFTM podcast. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM podcast. Merry Christmas. I mean, are we allowed to say that? I can say that here because in reality, there'll be people that download this in December. But I understand that we're still a week away from December, right? What is it now, the 25th? Well, we're a month and a day away from, it's the 24th, so we're a month and a day away from Christmas. I think we can say Merry Christmas. I put my Christmas tree up on the weekend with the kids, or they put it up. I didn't really do anything. I sat in the lounge and just watched and ordered them around. Um... Jeez, the narcs. There was a couple of people on Insta or Facebook or something going, oh, it's too early, it's jinx yourself. Who cares? A, there's no such thing as a superstition like that. That's just cray-cray. B, I'll do whatever the hell I want. And C, it's 2020. So can't we all just ha- live in hope and create some encouragement that, <laughs> that the world's going to be a better place? Um, you know, seriously, let's bring on Christmas because we can all start to, okay, be better, we can see more people, we can get away. I don't know. I think it's a good thing to do at this time of year is just, especially given 2020, is just look forward to the festive stuff. It's been a bloody hard year and I think we all deserve um, Christmas, frankly. So let me know if you're in the yes or no camp when it comes to Christmas trees and also the Merry Christmas camp. And here's how you let me know if you're in the Merry Christmas camp. You go on Twitter and you just tweet me, at Trevor Long, Merry Christmas. If you're not, then you tweet me, at Trevor Long, hello. That's that's as simple as the vote can be. The more Merry Christmases I get, the more I believe that people support my Merry Christmasing. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Bring on Christmas 2020. Jesus, bring on 2021. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Taking your calls, questions you've got, doesn't matter what it is, just go to the website, eftm.com, click on Ask Trev, we'll get you on the show. G'day, Daniel. Hey, Trevor, how are you? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you? Oh, well, the thing is, mate, uh, with Christmas around the corner and that, um, and this is after a uh, after an iPhone, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are on, like, uh, refurbished iPhones, in particular, maybe an iPhone 8. Yep. Mate, I mean, I have absolutely zero problem with a refurbished uh, iPhone. 
a refurbished phone from anywhere as long as it is um, legitimately refurbished. So obviously there's second hand, you know, your Ebays and your Gumtrees, and there's some great deals to be done there. But in terms of making sure that you've got some surety, um, I'd be buying directly from, well, you probably struggle to get them at Coles, but Boost Mobile is the one that, that is most prominent in this space. Um, their website, boost.com.au, you just go to the shop and there's heaps there. So an iPhone 8 Plus is about 550 an iPhone 8 is about 379 So it's really just a price decision after that. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I, I was thinking about that Boost Mobile um, mm. because I think they, weren't they having something to do with Coles recently? Yep. They didn't have the iPhone 8. I think it was the iPhone 7. That's right. Um, so I didn't know that they did more. That's right. So that mate, they've got iPhone XSs, right? You know, oh. you get a XS for eight eighty nine. And look, the only thing I'd say to you is obviously an iPhone eight is the last of the home button phones, other than the current iPhone SE. Um, you know, sh- she will quickly feel out of date in a year or two because you know everyone else has got the big swipe up screen and face unlock and that kind of stuff. But right, if okay, that's yeah. not something that's going to worry her, then no drama. Like so, for example, an iPhone ten. Which was the first of the Face ID full screen no home button is six fifty nine refurbished from Boost, so you're starting oh. to rack up the price, but still six fifty nine compared to what you pay for a brand new phone is, is a great deal. There's a twelve month warranty on that. Um, you know these phones have been through. I think it's a seventy point safety check and 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 tests and cleared and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's a great way to buy a phone if you if you're not uh, you know vain and and want the shiny new Apple box and the and the like. So. That's really the the question. As long as she's going to be okay with getting a phone, if it's a gift, out of a boost box instead of an Apple box, as long as she knows what she's getting and you're not trying to trick her into it, then, mate, they're a great phone. The, the iPhone 8, oh. let alone the 10, are, are still an excellent, excellent phone. Oh, that's fantastic, mate. Well, that, that's what I think I'm going to do, to be honest with you. I'll get on boost later today and um, get one of those sorted, mate, I reckon. Yeah. Mate, I reckon do, that's the I'd, way to go. I would do it today because obviously we're getting to that point where, you know, we're getting to December and then you're starting to worry about stock and delivery and all that kind of jazz. So I wouldn't leave it too far past today, my friend. Ah, uh, well, that's actually was going to be my next question. I appreciate that. I will crack on with it straight away, mate. Thank you for that. All right, buddy. Good luck. Merry Christmas and I uh, hope the wife uh, enjoys the phone. Nice one. Merry Christmas and uh, love the podcast, mate, and cheers. Thank you. Appreciate it, mate. And uh, if you like Daniel, have a question. I'm happy to help shop. Um, it's one of my favourite things to do is help other people shop. Uh, just go to the website, eftm.com, and uh, we'll help you out. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the Boost deal through Coles because that was a few weeks ago. Um, there are others that do refurbished phones. I think uh, Catch and Kogan have listed refurbished phones. The only reason I, I talk about Boost because they're front of mind, um, but also they have spent a lot of time kind of educating me on the way they work with Allegra, the people that do the refurbishment. If you can find the Allegra logo on a refurbished website, then you know it's coming from a a house, a warehouse that is doing these thorough, thorough checks. And what they actually do is when they get a phone, they put it through the checks and then it gets determined as, you know, rubbish for recycling or, you know, great, good, fair kind of, it gets a grading and the higher the grading, the higher the price. And people like Boost are only buying the highest premium quality ones, whereas there's others that might sell... Um, uh, different levels. Trying to remember the name. There was another guy on Twitter after I did the um, uh, the stories on the Coles thing. Uh, Frank, it was. Frankmobile.com.au. Frank Mobile, as in the person's name, Frank. Uh, .com.au. Uh, iPhone XS Max, $810. Uh, iPhone 8 Plus, cheaper. Daniel, uh, at $510. iPhone 8 at $310. Um, it says from. So, and here, this is interesting. Here, you can choose the quality. So if it has character, 
which means you know you can tell it's a used phone. It's three hundred and ten dollars. If it's in good quality, this is an iPhone eight, three hundred and forty. If it's in great quality, three hundred ninety. If it's in mint condition, four hundred and twenty bucks. Um, so that's a, that's actually a really cool way of doing it because then you you really are picking to your budget and you know understanding what you're getting. So iPhone eight. Uh, and many more at frankmobile.com.au. They've got everything from 6S's, 6S Plus, 7, 7 Plus, 8's, 10's, 10S's. They've even got 11 and 11 Pro, sorry, 11, 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max. So 11 Pro Max from 1290, 11 from 780, and I reckon the 11 is just awesome. In mint condition, 890 bucks for an iPhone 11. I reckon that's... Pretty good. So uh, worth checking that out too. Anyway, uh, that's frankmobile.com.au and the other one was boost.com.au. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading and uh, happy to take your calls. Go to the website, EFTM.com. Just click Ask Trev. That's what Carolyn did. G'day, Carolyn. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Really well. What can I do for you? Uh, Look, I'm interested in buying a... um a dash cam for my husband. Awesome. But, um, I've gone into numerous stores and tried to find out information, yeah. but I'm finding it extremely confusing um, with the information that I'm getting. Yeah. Really, I watched what you had put up on the Today Show, um, and I just really want something that's decent, um, you know, is decent, is, is going to is last he on, a is while. He, is he, does he work on the road? Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Okay. And um, what are you prepared to spend? That's the number one question slash issue with, with any any product is what are you prepared to spend? Look, probably up to three hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, yeah, that's that's not a that's not a terrible budget to have. Um, so there's a couple of things about dash cams these days. Um, I'll tell you where where I sit on dash cams. Uh, we bought a, a new car, a Kia Carnival, for the family, and and I bought a Black View, um, which is one of these ones that doesn't have a screen on it. It's just, you know, it's just a, a square. It's a little round cylinder that sits on the windscreen because you don't need a screen, honestly. I don't know why they have screens on dash cams. Oh, okay. Um, you, you just want – so Blackview, in my mind, is probably the best quality. Now, you're going to spend six, 700 bucks for the best ones, but I do note that, that JB Hi-Fi have one called the DR590, which is full HD, not 4K, at 269 That seems like a really good price. Um, yep. It might not have perhaps um, things like cloud recording and stuff, but I think what you want is really just peace of mind and the ability for him to take that memory card out and, you know, have evidence of what happened or perhaps, you know, upload to the internet something funny he saw on the road, <laughs> um, which is always the yeah. fun part, right? Um, has he yeah, expressed any, any interest in this or are you just doing this off your own bat? Um, look, we had discussions about it a while ago, but I'm just doing it really um, – off my own bat, and I guess that's because he sees so much while he's on the road. Yep. Um, and um, and I guess we've also had um, an incident with my car recently um, that didn't have a dash cam yep. on um, my car, so we really had um, no sort of comeback to um, yeah to to, fight you know, to it. prove yeah. who it was or anything like that. So I guess that's what I'm why I'm looking for this. Yep. Um, does this particular one have, like, is it necessary to have one, like somebody mentioned parking mode so that if the car's bumped that it would um, work when the car's not 
actually in motion or how? So the the problem with parking mode straight up is um, they they need to be installed. Unless your hubby is like super duper genius level, you know, we'll tinker <laughs> with a car. Like I had a crack. Nah. I took the fuse box out. I had a look at it and went, nah, this is not me. I'm not doing it. So I paid someone no. to install it. Um, parking mode requires – so there are a couple that will come with a parking mode. I'm trying to remember the name. Uni then have a new sort of range called um, Dash View. Uni – I'm just going to look it up while we're talking, um, which, to be honest, is their take on the black view. It looks the same. It's that kind of cylinder effect. Um, yep. The Uniden Dash View 30 um, is is there once, and I think it's 399 and 499 with the re- with the rear camera as well. Excellent quality. Comes with the cables that give you parking mode. So it comes with the cables that can be wired into your battery, right? Yeah. Most dash cams, most dash cams do not come with that cabling, right? So yeah. even if they say they've got parking mode, they probably won't be doing much because the onboard battery on a dash cam does not last long enough to sit and record in case something happens, right? Yeah, so yeah, if I you're really worried about that, you, you need to spend more. You need to get installation. And to be honest, the the upshot is most of the stuff you don't capture. And also mine, even though I've got rear camera, parking mode, all that stuff, like it goes off false positive more than it does anything else because it goes off when someone comes near the car. So you record so yeah, okay. much footage that after a few months you never you just don't even look anymore. I've turned off yeah, notifications. Yeah. So I would yeah. keep it real simple, okay? So, Carolyn, what I would so, do is I would remember these these brands. Blackview. Is Uni- that V for Victor UE? VUE, that's them, yep. yep. Uh, Uniden. Uh, yep. Garmin. Uh, and yep. Navman, right? So there, there's, a few, there, there's a bunch of others, but I'm just – putting the big names at you, that these are the brands that you're going to get good customer service from. These are the brands that if it's a drama, you take it back, all that kind of stuff. If yeah, you yeah, spend okay. more than $250, you are getting most of the things that you will want. So there, it's going to have definitely HD quality, if not 4K. 4K is yeah. desirable if you can get it. So, for example, the Uniden, I think it's called the iGo Cam 80, um, has 4K. And it's got a beautiful big screen. I don't know if you want that kind of thing, but of 279 it's probably the pick of your budget, okay? Yep. Uniden have pretty much something in every budget. They've got another one that, that, that has a rear camera, and it's $299, but it's not 4K. So you can really just mix up what it is that you really want. Yeah. Like a rear camera, I reckon, is is awesome. So if you're going to go in, you may as well go all in here. And if you can get a so rear camera. So does this Uniden have rear camera There's, there's if a uni- I go? Uh, there's an iGo that does, and it's I think it's the 70R. That's 299. I'm just on the JB Hi-Fi website, by the way, so you can. Oh, sorry. These up. Oh, well, that's handy. Um, yeah. That's what. That's all I do is I go to JB or Harvey's, and I just go to their website and I kind of filter. So I've gone price, low to high, and I've scrolled down to about 250 because anything under 250, you're going to get lower image quality. Um, you're you're going to get probably lower sensitivity, and when I mean sensitivity, the whole point of a dash cam is that any motion, any you know, trigger on the, the G-force meter. So, you know, an impact will automatically yep. set it to record. So I don't know if you realize, but you put a little memory card in and it just, it's constantly recording while you're driving. And what, if, if, if your memory card can fit 20, 20 minutes or two hours of recording, and when it gets to the end of the two hours, it records over the, the first five minutes and then the next yep. five, and it just, it's, there's always a loop there. But if an event yep. is detected, so an impact 
it kind of saves that file into another folder so that it's there oh, okay. no matter what happens. Same way that if you've ever watched Dashcam Owners Australia on YouTube, which is just one of my favourite things every month, um, it's <laughs> it's classic Aussie entertainment, right, because you get people who – it. and it's terrible, and this is going to sound awful, but there's a there's one in this month, the November edition, where this guy is driving, he's coming up to a roundabout, and in front of him, 100 metres in front of him, a, a cyclist – which looks like a delivery driver, falls off his bike, like just on his own, doesn't get hit. And this bloke just laughs. And his wife's in the car because it's recording audio. And she goes, you can't laugh at that. And he says, oh, honey, you got to laugh sometimes, you know. And it's just classic <laughs> Aussie great dash cam. Anyway, so it's if, if you see something on the road, there's normally a button on them that you push which saves the last couple of minutes of what's been recorded. And that's how those, oh, okay. those incidents are saved. Um, I do think that if you go Uniden, Blackview or Garmin and you push yep. your budget as far as you can go and, you know, this this week is probably the best time to buy um, yep. because of Black Friday, um, you, you're, in, you're, in, you're in a good place. If you can jag yep. 4K and or uh, reverse a rear camera as well, then those yep. are the two boxes that would be really nice to tick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, can can I just ask a quick question? I know I know you're busy, but um, how does it does it plug into a USB port? How do you plug in for the power? So what they come with is they normally come with a little cigarette lighter adapter. I don't know what they they actually call those anymore, but we all know them as cigarette lighters, right? So yeah, a little adapter that plugs in there, and it is just a USB. Most of them aren't. Some brands, I'm thinking Uniden is, some brands the cable comes straight out of the cigarette adapter and it's, it goes up to the camera. Others, they just send you a little cigarette lighter USB adapter and then it's just a USB cable that they plug into. Oh, it's going to, yeah, because yeah, my husband's and, car doesn't have a cigarette lighter in it. It doesn't. Oh, beautiful. Wow. Okay, good. Well, <laughs> USB is all you need, but it needs yeah. to be USB power. So there's different types of USB in a car, but you'll find that most of them are going to be enough power to charge and power up a dash cam. Um, and it's they normally come with, you know, like a two or three metres of cable because what you want to do is you want to place the dash cam up high on the windscreen. And again, even if it's got a screen on it, you don't need to watch it. So it should be no. placed up high, um, kind of behind the mirror. It should be as high and as centred as it can be without being yep. distracting to the driver. I often put them offset to the passenger side so they're not even visible to the driver. And then you yep. then you can run the cable, and it's, it's a fun thing. Your hubby will love to do it. You can kind of pull your headliner down enough to tuck the cable in, and then down the side door, there's there's this little bit of rubber. You probably don't even notice it's there, but there's a rubber seal that kind of goes over the, the interior and, and kind of connects the exterior. You just shove the cable under that little rubber seal, and then you, oh, what I do is I bring it out at the at the door and then underneath the passenger foot mat and then plug it into the USB. Um, so, okay. the, so the cable's constantly concealed. It's not dangling around the dashboard, and it looks like you own this car and this dash cam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that yeah, he can he can handle that. That's that's fine. Oh, I think JB is um, a good place to browse. Harvey's will have them as well. There's a bunch of really good websites as well. Um, I, I will say I can't not recommend uh, the guys at AutoBlackBox.com.au. That's where I got the the Black View. Um, yep. These guys, like all they do, is pretty much um, dash cams, right? So. You know, okay. if, if yep. there's if there's something that they have that you can get, then they're good as well. I don't know whether or not they they sell directly or, or what they do, but um, I they're, can have a look. They're good people, um, but yeah, JB's and Harvey's will sell these like hotcakes this weekend. Keep your eye on the on the sales, um, yep. and and do some price bargaining. And I reckon you should be able to jag something 
really sweet for that price range. Because if I look now at what's at three nine nine, for example, um, yep. then you're getting a, a pretty good camera with a reverse. In fact, there's a Uniden. Here we go. There's a Uniden iGo eighty five R, which is ultra HD four K, and it has a reverse camera, and it's three forty nine. So oh, right. okay, and that's at JB, is yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't look over your shoulder. I'd just get that. It just looks perfect. Yeah. Um, All right. Great quality, good camera. And the and the last thing I'd say is, I know I made a joke about Dashcam Owners Australia, but if you watch Dashcam Owners Australia, it's a YouTube <laughs> channel, so they do a monthly compilation. And the reason I watch it is not just for the giggles, but because every camera is different. And it's fascinating because yeah. what every camera also does is it kind of encodes some writing on like a security camera, the time yep. and the speed that you're going and you can put your red Joe on it and stuff like that. And a lot of them have a brand. So you'll see, I can tell the difference between each one of them. Uniden has a big kind of Uniden logo. Blackview has this kind of white text down the bottom. You can watch those videos and get a sense of which ones actually have the best quality. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, and you'll be able to see plenty of Unidens and Navmans there uh, in those videos. Yeah, I might do that. Yep, that sounds good. All right. Look, Enjoy Dashcam Motors Australia. That should be your morning's uh, morning tea. Get some morning tea, uh, uh, maybe a nice uh, hot bun or something. Sit down, watch some YouTube, and then you're off to the shops. Okay, look, thanks very much. Really appreciate your help. My pleasure. Thanks for getting in touch. All right. All right, bye. Good on you. And uh, if you've got a question, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's hard, right? But I'm not going to lie. I'm just buying on price there. Um. There is absolutely differences in quality between all these different things, but in the end, they all do what you need them to do. And like, I absolutely love the Blackview because it has. So I've got a. I'm an obviously nerd, so I've put a 4G hotspot in the car. So we've got internet in the car, but primarily that's there for the dash cam. So I can actually open up my app right now uh, on my phone, Blackview app, and I can connect to and see the view from my camera because it's got 4G. It's got Wi-Fi. It's connected. Um, I can actually view it in real time. But most importantly, um, it automatically uploads events that occur. So when something happens out on the road, I don't need for the car to come back to get the vision off. It automatically uploads it. Really, really cool. You've got to have internet in the car for that. But anyway, there's some really cool features you can get, but at their core, even the cheapest dash cams do the very simple thing of recording constantly and saving events. Love them. If you haven't got a dash cam, get one. If you've got a favourite dash cam, get in touch. Let me know what it is. Now, by the time you listen to this, the Xbox comp will be closed unless you're one of the earliest downloaders of of all because it closes at 5 o'clock on Tuesday and I'm going to draw the winner tonight. I really hope it's one of our loyal listeners, readers, fans, um, because obviously prize pigs get involved in this stuff, but that's okay. You know, that's what we did it for. We did it to grow the numbers, and the numbers are great. We got was it this? Oh, it wasn't this time last week. It must have been the week before. We had I think sixteen thousand two hundred and something Facebook likes. Now we got eighteen thousand and nine. That's awesome. Um, the YouTube channel's gone great. So it's it's been a good uh, bang for your buck promotion for me, and I've really enjoyed it. But uh, I need to think a little bit harder about the next one in terms of tweaking it so that we don't get the. I don't need – if you're from America, why, I don't know why you entered. That was stupid. Um, it said for Australians only, but people did. Anyway, um, the Xbox I'll draw tonight. Uh, the PlayStation will draw on Thursday. So you've still got a chance. If you go to EFTM.com and you scroll down a little bit kind of below the fold um, when it says everything we've got, the, the PlayStation and Xbox comps are, tr- are stuck 
up uh, up at the top of that list. So you can still enter if you have not. The Xbox is pretty simple. You just fill in the form. If you're not part of the newsletter, you need to sign up. Uh, and you need to hit like on the Facebook page and the YouTube channel. Simple as that. The PlayStation slightly uh, similar, but just clicking links and in a different form. But, uh, you know, lots of entries. I think it's about 6,000 in the PlayStation and uh, three and a half in the Xbox, which again shows the popularity of each. Um, but also, here's the cool thing. <laughs> Play on words, stand by. Um, I think probably next week I'll launch our next competition, which is a split system air conditioner. I mean, coming up to Christmas, hello, summer in Australia. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to make it a split system, including uh, installation, probably only metro areas though. So if you're in the country, we'll get you the air combi. You're going to need to get it installed yourself, but I think that's okay. Um, It's going to be from Mitsubishi Electric. This is an awesome CanStar rated, um, multiple CanStar award winning air conditioner, split system air conditioner. So we'll have details of that next week, but you're hearing it first because you are among the most loyal of all if you're listening to this dribble but that's uh that's why i love you thanks for listening EFTM. this is the eftm podcast EFTM podcast. so i was on triple m this morning in newcastle and i was talking about britbox which is a new british uh content streaming service we'll talk about that on two blokes talking tech later in the week but um tanya wilkes the host there tanya and steve uh, rising behind the desk, Nikki on the phones and producing. Uh, great team. One of my favourite uh, chats every week. And Tanya goes, oh, Trev, what's, uh, what's Samsung TV Plus? And I went, I don't know. Caught me on the hop. I didn't know. Now, I do now reflect on knowing that it existed, but I glossed, when I go to Korea and they show me all the things that are going on, most of it's stuff that's happening around the world. And they've talked about TV Plus, but I've ignored it because I don't bank that information because it's not in Australia. Well, lo and behold... The TV I've got in the office doesn't have it either, but I couldn't do software updates. But then you know what I did? I did a TV channel tune, which I'd never done. And even though it found no channels because we don't have an antenna, it came up with Samsung TV+. Plus. So there's 30 channels that are free to watch and they're coming over the internet. I'm not going to lie, mostly rubbish. But for a bit of fun, there is a karaoke channel Stingray Karaoke. There's a couple of music channels. There is a kind of a couple of doco style channels. There's some channels that just look like YouTube content. There's a Bloomberg TV style channel. It is Bloomberg TV Plus, it's called. Um, There's actually a bit of content there. I think it's going to be hard to find good content, but it's an interesting move, right? 30 channels is almost nothing compared to... uh, They've got 120 in the States, 500 they've got in different places around the world. But here's what I would love if I could have my way is 9 Now, 7 Plus, 10, whatever it's called, their stream, because I watch 9 Now streaming in the mornings, just put that on the Samsung TV Plus, just put the stream in there. That would be awesome because then I could actually flick between free-to-air channels as well as the Samsung TV Plus channels without ever having an antenna. Anyway, if you've got a Samsung TV, and basically as I understand it, it's... uh, Modern Samsung TV. So if you've got the little smart remote, the silver smart remote, and you've got an ultra-high definition 4K TV, you've probably got Samsung TV+. Plus. Uh, just look at the uh, TV icon and maybe rescan for channels. I don't know how it came up. Tanya said it just appeared as a little ad down the bottom of her screen. So there you go. Samsung TV Plus launched in Australia. Lots of people reading about that today at EFTM.com. Uh, let me know if you've had a look. Let me know if you find anything cool to watch there <laughs> because... At the, as I scanned through quickly just to do the story. Didn't look amazing, but maybe I'm missing some absolute gold. Let me know what you find. 
taking your calls. Trevor Long here helping with uh, whatever's going on in your tech world, your tech life, as people may say. Uh, go to the website, eftm.com, and click on Ask Trev. G'day, John. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you? Um, I was just watching your segment on Channel 9 um, a few days back, and uh, you had some of the Google um, uh, equipment up. Yep. And, Google, um, Amazon, Apple. A- yep. Yep, and you were just getting them to play uh, some music from Kenny Rogers and uh, Dolly Parton. And my Google Mini um, followed the command that you gave your Google, and um, it started playing Kenny Rogers. And there's been a few, yeah. Just <laughs> I mean, it is funny, funny, right? I mean, it's, you know, it you're, you're, you know, you're at eight, 8 o'clock in the morning and you're on TV telling the whole of Australia to play Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton Islands in the stream. It's uh, it's quite a weird thing to think that that's happening around the country, but it's happening. And the other thing is, uh, John, I've had people um, even – uh, on podcasts like this, get angry at me for using the terms, you know, hey, followed quickly by Siri or um, Google or whatever the command yeah. might be, because it sets, if you're listening on a speaker, it sets them off. And you can do some tricky stuff when you've got TV like that. Man, I could have set everyone's alarm for 3 a.m. the next morning, John. That would have been fun. Exactly. Yes. Uh, even when they're running an, an ad for Google and um, there's people doing uh, exercises yes. and things. Um, they ask Google to play certain music. Next what, do, thing what, you know, do you use, what do you use it for most? Um, basically, oh, there's just appliances around the house, um, lighting yep. and uh, some sound nice. and um, a coffee machine in the uh, kitchen. What's your coffee machine do? Turn on. Just turn it on. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah. It's all set up. In the morning, I just walk in and just say to Google, I said, uh, Google, turn the coffee machine on. And away she goes. That's brilliant. Well, look, I think the challenge here is there are there have been some changes in what they do, and but everything I read about this is they still haven't solved the problem because there was a way you could report it before. You could actually kind of uh, actually weird weird as this sounds, you could actually um, ask Google to give feedback um, and say that a home ad triggered. So that was a way that they would get feedback about their ads. But yeah. the the number one thing that I, I would recommend if you haven't done it is to use an iPhone or an Android phone. Android, Samsung. I would just make sure that you've in the Google app that you've trained your voice because perhaps that's one of the things you can do is actually train your voice again or better so that it, it recognises you more than it recognises other things. I don't think it's going to stop the false alarms, no. but it, it might help a little. But unfortunately, yep. pressing that microphone button is about the only way you can guarantee it by turning off the mic while you're watching TV. But that's going to really bum you out the next morning when you walk downstairs and have to yell at Google about not making your coffee, and it's because you exactly. didn't mute the microphone. <laughs> exactly. There'll be a, a Google Mini flying out the window. You see, with Amazon's Alexa, you can actually change the trigger word. So uh, despite yeah. the fact that, you know, Alexa which I'm going to say slowly so that it doesn't trigger everyone, is is quite an uncommon name. Um, it may be the name in, in someone's house, so you can actually change the trigger word. I wish that Google and Siri would do the same thing, um, but yeah. unfortunately at this point, mate, you're, uh, you're stuck with me annoying you. Same, Yeah, same here. I sort of researched and went online and tried to see if we could change the name to it instead of saying, hey, Google, and so on and so forth. Yeah, it's lit up now because I've just said something. Um but, Beautiful. Um, well, yeah, you're right. I can't give you a direct assistance then, mate, but I would just quickly check the app and retrain your voice to make sure that it knows who you are. Yep. And hopefully that'll cut a little bit down on the uh, on the on the false positives, mate. But but, but you know, 
main thing is yep. you're getting some some good use out of that Google Home, mate. That's awesome the way you're using it. So what sort of what sort of uh, lights did you buy? Um, it's TP Link. Yeah, okay. Um, you got little switches yeah. as well, or just the lights? Yeah, just the switches, and then yep. I plug in whatever lights I want. Um, you can go like from one end of the house to the other end of the house, and um, turning lights on. Um, I've got to do a bit more exploration yet. Um, what else I can apply? Yeah, well, it sounds like you're on the on the path, and that's the main thing. Uh, you'd be surprised yeah. how many people are, are nervous just to even get started in this space. Yes, exactly. All right, mate. But good it's, on it's you. Straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is straightforward, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's nothing to it really. Good and on you, just mate. The app on the phone. Thanks for getting cool. in touch. Sorry, I can't help you directly, mate. No, you've yeah. It's been good to talk to you. You're I, just lucky I, I don't do know the, the name of your coffee machine or your uh, or your lights, or I'd be setting them off for you just for fun. <laughs> cool. All, All right, right, John. Good on Thank you, mate. You. Thanks, buddy. And uh, enjoy and, your day. Yeah, thanks, yeah, mate. Bye-bye. And thanks for watching the Today Show too. It means a lot um, because you know that's uh, it's it's mainstream i like the fact that people like john are discovering in technology and seeing it that way and that's one of the cool things there he's got his lights his coffee machine hey he's one up on me there i don't have a coffee machine that does that but i don't drink coffee so that's probably why uh get in touch go to the website eftm.com taking your calls helping you out wherever i can g'day shirley good morning trevor how are you I'm fine, thank you. Yourself? What are your thoughts on? Uh, I'm very well. What are your thoughts on saying Merry Christmas before December? Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes. A, I don't mind it. It's okay, isn't it? I can I say don't Merry mind. Christmas. It's a silly world at the moment. Yeah, we put our Christmas tree up already because I thought, bloody hell, let's get through this year. Let's see it out. <laughs> no, it's 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 crazy Christmas, but let's make the most of it. Shirley, what can I do you for? I'm just ready to buy a new phone, mm-hmm. and I'm wanting to get some suggestions. Um, I'm 70 plus, so I want something that's quite simple to operate. I presently have a Samsung, yep. a oh. J8. <laughs> hell. What are you prepared to spend? What's your top-level budget? Well, hit me with it because I really I, – I want to try and keep down to around – I would like to try and keep down to around three to five hundred. Let's, let's go five hundred at the top, right? Just so I can give you a bit of a sense of sure. what's at yes. the top end, right? So at five hundred dollars, there are some excellent brands you might not have heard of: Oppo, Nokia, Realme, Vivo, TCL. Now, all of those companies, all of those phones are running Android, which is the yes. same as the phone you've got now, except the phone you've got now hasn't been updated for years, so it will look a bit different. No matter which phone you buy, it's going to look a bit different. Sure. I think the TCL 10L, um, and you get these at JB Hi-Fi, by the way, um, at 449. So it's a, sorry, it's a TCL 10? 10L, L for loud. 10L, yes. Um, at 449 is a cracker. It's a really, really good phone. Um, that sounds good to me. Scroll, scroll down a bit, and the thing that will probably keep you most centred here is the Samsung Galaxy A31. A31. That's $389 at JB Hi-Fi. Now... I don't want to, you know, pigeonhole people here, but this phone is the exact phone my 13-year-old's using, and I think that any phone a 12- or 13-year-old is using is perfect for someone who is 60-plus, let alone any age, right? Sure, Because sure. Because you want it to be durable. You want it to last. You don't yes. want to have complaints about it, like you want the camera to work when you do need it and those kind of things. 
And if my third, my, now let me be clear, my 13-year-old would prefer to have an iPhone. He's probably going to save up for an iPhone, all those things. But he's used and has been content with the Samsung A31 for a whole year now, and I think it's a great phone. So that, That's excellent. It sounds brilliant to me because um, I'm, I'm not um, – I'm okay technically, but, yep. you know, average. Yep. And I don't want something that's going to confuse the hell out of me. Nah. You, you, um, you, you, won't get that. You, you won't get confused. I promise you this. You won't get confused with any phone you buy between three and $500. They're, now, they're all excellent. But the A31, Trevor, with that, um, does that have – can you get replacement batteries? Like the J8 has its own internal battery, so, therefore, uh, when the phone dies, you chuck it away. There's just no such thing anymore. Um, that th- you don't buy phones that you can take the back off and put a new battery in. This, if you look after, if you buy a cover for this phone, you might have to buy a cover on the internet as opposed to at a retail store. But if you buy a cover for the Samsung, um, and look after it, that thing will last you four, five years. Definitely, oh, definitely four years, right? And and by then, you'll be willing to shell out another three hundred bucks on another phone, and you won't worry about recycling <laughs> that one, right? You're right. <laughs> no, that's excellent, Trevor. I do appreciate that, and that's exactly what I wanted. I think I think the A31 sounds like my babe. Boom. Go and buy it and enjoy it. Let me know how you go. I will do, Trevor, and thanks ever so much for all your assistance. My pleasure entirely. Appreciate your show and thoroughly enjoy it. Thank you, and Merry Christmas. Same to you, darling. <laughs> Good on Bye. You. Thank you. Um, I don't think it's too soon to say Merry Christmas at all. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> It's, um, oh, now my pen's run out. Gee whiz. It's an EFGM pen as well. That's outrageous. New merch coming too, folks. Woo! Should see the hats and the drink bottles. Pretty happy with them. Anyway, that's that's down the track. Um, there you go, Shirley. Enjoy. Happy shopping. And, uh, geez whiz, we're putting some money through JB Hi-Fi, aren't we? You know, Harvey Norman has them as well, but pff, I don't know why I just default to the JB Hi-Fi website all the time. It's just what I do. Deal with it, folks. This is the EFTM podcast. So, yeah, I review cars. We'll talk about those in a minute. But in terms of size of delivery, most of the time it's a dude, at worst, putting it over his shoulder walking through the door. But most of the time it's a little bag. A little bag gets delivered. It's got a phone in it or headphones or whatever the heck it is. A couple of months ago, uh, a big Star Trek courier truck arrived. It was a big truck. And he, he put the tray down the back, and I actually was at the shops. Came back, and on my driveway was a pallet that had clearly been put there by some sort of fork-style, you know, implement, and a massive box. It looked like the size of a small car. It wasn't. More like the size of a desk. And I was, oh, my God. It was, it was a new barbecue to review from Traeger. Now, I'd had not had a lot to do with grills or barbecues other than the old Weber. But this is the, f- the the absolute pinnacle of pellet grilling. Now, the Traeger, this is a Timberline 1300, and the full review and photos are up at EFTM.com, um, is a new level of cooking for me. I'm not a cook at all. I put some chicken on the barbie or the sausages or steaks, and they're, they're overdone and they're served. But I love a brisket. I love me a pork rib. So the idea of smoking slash grilling, very appealing, very appealing so pretty quick installation and uh, wheeling it into the back of the house this thing plugs into power you fill it with pellets which are little tiny bits of wood and you connect it to your wi-fi network and from your phone you can select a recipe 
send it to the barbecue and have the barbecue prepare itself for you. And then you step through the recipe, you know, in terms of what you need to do in food prep, and then you put it on the barbie. You put a probe in. And from that point on, I can be anywhere in the city and I can see what's happening with my Traeger. And it's awesome. The first weekend I did ribs and chicken wings. Second time I did a lamb shoulder. And it's daunting as hell to me to go to a butcher and say, I'd like a lamb shoulder, thanks, because I can't even know what that is. And it was the worst when I decided I was going to do a brisket. Because a brisket is a very, very uh, niche bit of cooking. And the first butcher uh, I asked this, uh, he said, yeah, just behind you there on the shelf. I went, man, I want a brisket. He goes, that's, uh, no. and I knew it wasn't a brisket. He was just trying to sell me like the flat or the point or something. It was just a, like it was a little roast. Nah, mate, I want a brisket. So he hands me over a brisket. It was a big thing, four and a half kilos or something. Fast forward to the cooking process and my mate Ronnie Brisket um, from Laser, great people. Uh, I'm texting him going, mate, what's going on here? It's like heating, it's up too fast. And he goes, how big's the brisket? I said, four and a half kilos. He goes, mate, you got a baby brisket. So the butcher, even still then when I said, no, I want a full brisket, gave me a baby one. But anyway, I've now made lamb, pulled lamb, um, ribs and brisket. The brisket, three out of ten. But I'm going to give it another go. And I've got leftovers and I'm having brisket sandwiches for lunch. It just wasn't tender enough. It wasn't falling off the, off the fork, if you like. Um, but it still looked like a brisket, tastes like a brisket, but I'm going to give it another go in a, in a few weeks. I'm going to really, I might even go overnight on this. It's a, man, I've watched so many videos about barbecuing. It's almost ridiculous. So, you know, the summer holidays, because I'm at home with the kids a lot of the days, oh, we're going to be barbecuing. Lots. <laughs> and I, look, it's a four and a half thousand dollar barbecue. And there's a smaller version, I think it's about three and a half, um, which is probably better for most people unless you're doing big uh, catering for lots of people around. Um, the Timberline from Traeger. And barbecues galore, we've got a new barbecues galore at Hornsby. I was able to buy some butcher paper, some pellets there, all the bits you need. Although I now have all Christmas presents that I want, like I want a good set of knives. I want the proper gloves. I want everything now. Like I'm all in, except I'm still a complete and utter amateur embarrassing to that point but man i gotta tell you if you if you haven't seen what a grill can do um it's time to start looking up on the internet on youtube barbecue pellet grill traeger recipes or something and just see how into it people are i watched a bloke last night he did like a 20 minute video it was a 12 hour cook and just fascinating everyone's got their own approach everyone's got their own way of doing it and frankly none of them are perfect um because every cut of meat's different which is fascinating to me anyway i'd love to know if you're a barbecue because i may need to form a little community we may need to form a group i'd call it a support group because i need help like yeah there's a thing called a thermal stall did you know you're cooking a brisket gets to like 70 degrees and then it just doesn't go any higher what it's been an hour and a half doesn't higher because it has this thermal stall and then it goes higher again. It's this, oh, it's crazy. It's all about the, the glucose and the fat breaking down and all these things. It's crazy science. But I'm dead keen on it. And I'm simple, though. I don't want fancy recipes. In fact, I want a really plain rub. I want to find a really simple barbecue rub that's not going to you know, be spicy for my kids because my kids are not massively into it. And when you cook a four-kilo brisket, where's that going? Well, under my waist. And that's a problem right now. I'm trying to lose weight. So fascinated by it. So I am prepared. I'm putting it out there right now. If you're properly into your grilling, you're smoking, 
um, and you're willing to work with amateurs, I'm prepared to start a little WhatsApp group. A little WhatsApp group. Uh, a little chat, just sharing ideas and photos and tips and support for those that aren't into it. So let me know if you're a griller or a smoker. Uh, let me know if you've got a Traeger because uh, it's a cracking bit of kit and you'll find full details at EFTM.com. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. Thank you for listening. Trevor Long with you, helping you where I can and taking your calls. So go to the website, EFTM.com. Click on Ask Trev. G'day, Andy. G'day, Trevor. How are you going? Real good, mate. What can I do for you? Well, um, my iPhone 8 is just – it's out of contract and it's starting to give me a few problems. And I was, I was looking at a new phone for the business and I was looking at the Google um, – Pixel 5, yep. and I was just weighing up its pros and cons and all that sort of thing, and I just wanted to know what you thought. Well, uh, I love it. I, I genuinely think that – and, look, I don't want to break any internal embargoes here at EFTM, but we're going to do some awards <laughs> next month, and I'll tell you right now, it's an award-winning phone, right? Oh, my God. I oh, just think great. I just think it is a fantastic phone. Um, mainly, and I'll tell you why mainly, bang for your buck. Like, price-wise, yep. it's ridiculous what you get. Now – do you? Yeah. I'll just say this to you. Do you need four G though? Five G? Sorry, uh, uh, not at the moment. See, so the thing is, I actually think that the standard Google Pixel four A is bloody sensational, and it's at I think it's five nine nine. So you've got yeah. three Google phones. The four A is five nine nine. The four A yeah. with five G is seven nine nine, and the five is nine nine nine. Now, nine 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 is still a bargain for a flagship phone, but you know it it isn't it doesn't have all the amazing features of a, an iPhone or a Samsung the the five, but yeah. mate, for everything you're going to need, I almost promise you without knowing you that it's going to do what you need. Yeah, well, what? I don't really need I don't really need all the bells and whistles. I just need something that um, <clears throat> does my work for me, really. So. What sort of work? I mean, what what are you worried about in terms of switching from iPhone uh, to Google? All I was really worried was about you know, all the apps that I use for um, technical data and all that sort of thing and making sure that they worked on, on that phone. Can also. you give me the name of one of them? Oh, uh, like Dakin Air Conditioning, Toshiba Air Conditioning. Right, so, so um, they have um, – is it just the their kind of mobile controller or is it a, a kind of a back-end thing? They're just a, just an app where you can get error codes and technical information. Is it called without- Dakin Service? Yeah, Dakin Service, yep. Boom. Well, that's there. That's on the Google Play Store. Oh, there you go. Beautiful. Uh, so here's what I'm you do. You, before you buy the phone, go yeah. – so what I do when I'm looking for apps and I don't have a Google phone in front of me is I just go to Google, the website, uh, and oh. search for the words Google Play Store, right? Yeah. And I just yeah. typed Dakin app, and it showed okay. me a few. So it's got Dakin Online Controller, Dakin Mobile Customer, Dakin SkyFi, Dakin Airbase, Dakin Service. I'm like, there it is. It. Boom, right? Yeah. So if I type uh, Fujitsu, um, Fujitsu app – um, look, there's a few. I don't know which one's which. F, F, G, Lair. Um, it might be there. And the other thing you do is obviously um, there might be support websites. So just do a bit of research because it is a potential hamstring for you, right? If there's yeah. work-sensitive you know, apps that you need and they haven't created iPhone versions – just Andy alone ain't going to force them to uh, to make Google versions. So yeah. just, you know, spend a few days checking what's available. Um, and, I, I mean, I can't imagine in this day and age that they don't have apps for Android. 
but yeah. there is there is a chance. So I don't want you to buy it and then go, oh crap, it doesn't bloody work. So yeah, just check. Um, do a that little bit of research. That was probably the main thing I was worried about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The other thing oh, is, you know, what, what, whether or not those those codes and things are available via web support service, and you can just create links on the homepage to those websites and stuff like that. But mate, honestly. I reckon you'll love the the Pixel. I just gave my mum her first smartphone. It's Google <laughs> last year's Google Pixel Four. She, yeah. it's, it's amazing. It's perfect. It's all you need. Honestly, oh, people spend too much money on phones. Put it that way. Can I just ask you one more question yeah, then? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we don't have five G in Perth anyway yet, yeah. and I don't, I don't even know when we're going to get it. So um, it'll come quick, mate. It'll come quick. It'll come quick. So obviously S- Sydney's a priority for them, and I'm, yeah. I'm noticing it more and more and more and more and more here. But they say by, mm, I think it's middle of next year, they, I think they're saying 85% of the metro areas, which includes yeah. Perth. Look, yeah. what advantage? I don't know. None. I, I Honestly, Nothing. I can't sell it to you. If Telstra, yeah. if Telstra said to me, we'll pay you a million bucks to sell and advocate for 5G, I'd say, I'm sorry, I don't think I can. Yeah. I, I just, I, I can't. I don't yet see a purpose. The best purpose I'll give you is every time I see a 5G symbol on my phone, I do a speed test because I'm a nerd and I go, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> but that's it. Like, yeah. If you sit and watch YouTube or you're watching TikTok videos after TikTok videos, they all work yeah. on 4G. Christ, they work on 3G. So yeah. honestly, I wouldn't be I, – I, I don't have a problem if you buy a 4G-only phone today, Andy, because yeah. when your next phone's due in two or three years, then it's yeah. worth thinking about. Worry about it then. Yeah. It's, it's just a, oh, it's just a, it's just a nice to have if it comes with the phone you get today. That's all. Yep. Well, that's fantastic. You've uh, you've uh, made up my mind. I think that's great. I just want to say one last thing. You're an iPhone yep. user now. You've got those app concerns. Remember, you don't need to buy an iPhone 12. The 12 mini, by the way, is only 11.99. So that's only what's that? 200 dollars more than the the Pixel. So that's a good yep. option. But also the okay. iPhone 10R, the iPhone. Yep. Uh, I think the 11 is still on sale, and the SE is still on sale. Um, yeah. So you can get iPhones from 650 bucks upwards from Apple directly. So if you get hamstrung by that app problem, just buy yep. a more affordable entry-level iPhone. Okay. Great advice. All right, That's bud. really good. Enjoy. Thanks, Trevor. Appreciate your call. Have a good Cheers, one, mate. mate. Cheers. All the best. Bye-bye. I'm good with the air conditioning people, the people next door to me. We've got like five air conditioning companies in the building we, we work in. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good call, saving money, uh, changing brands. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. Good luck, Andy. Trevor, along with you on the EFTM podcast. G'day, Charles. Uh, hi there, Trevor. How are you doing? Real good, mate. What can I do for you? I am looking at changing uh, dual 27-inch monitors to a 49-inch uh, curved monitor. Yes. And I just have a question regarding the Samsung, I forget the model number. However, they do say that there's software involved that you can actually split your screen. Um, and so, therefore, I'm sort of giving it a... a, a, a um, so, a are, you, are, are you looking to use two computers no, no, no. One, no one computer. Yep. So, so I, uh, I run, I run a business, and um, I, I'm often comparing spreadsheets and yep. and, and websites, etc. So, so I really use and my dual monitors. Do you run? Well, do you run Windows? I run Windows 10. Yes. Mate, you don't need any software. Windows doesn't. Uh, so okay. here's a fun trick. You know, when you grab your mouse on the top of a when a window isn't maximized. So if Windows maximized, it takes up the whole screen. Right. Yes. So. Bring the window down to that kind of middle level where it's not maximized, but it's also not minimized, right? So it's in the middle. And you can yes. drag it around with your mouse. 
if yeah. you if you drag your mouse while while holding one of the windows all the way to the left of the screen, it will yes. it will clip that window to the left hand half of the screen. Right. Okay. And if you then grab a Word document and and drag it over and clip it to the right hand half of the screen, those two windows are done, dusted. And you could do that okay. so you could put internet browsers on one, and so even when you Alt Tab, they stay in their position, um, right. where they're meant to be. I think there is, if I'm not mistaken, there's also a, a keyboard command for that. It could be Windows key and left arrow, but don't quote me. That might also change the orientation of your screen. But it's definitely right. built into right. Windows so that you don't need – the only time you want that kind of um, input uh, to to a, a device like that is, is when you want to run two different inputs, right? So, for example, you've got a DVD player or you've got two computers, whatever it is. And you want actually physically two different things coming onto the screen. Yes. That's much more complex. There is a Samsung that does that. There's also, frankly, a Kogan that does that at, right. at like 850 bucks. But, okay. but you don't need that. You just need any widescreen and uh, you just need to learn how to use Windows this way. And the good thing is you can do this today on your 27. So you, yes. can, you can do this today, understand how it works on just one of your 27-inch monitors and bingo, you're good to go. What I would do when you're testing this is I'd unplug the second monitor just so that you, because you know you can drag windows from one monitor to the other. You won't, Correct, get, yes. you won't get that snap effect. So just unplug one of the monitors and then yep. and then just drag and snap uh, windows to each side. And I reckon it'll obviously look a bit weird because it's 27, but I think you'll find that that's all you need to do with uh, the new monitor you buy. Right, thank you. All right, buddy. Good luck. Enjoy. Uh, happy multitasking on a single screen. It changes. You've got a nice curved screen. It changes everything. It's really, really cool. Great way to, to work. Super. Thank you, Trevor. Appreciate your assistance. Good on you, mate. And uh, if you've got a question like Charles, just go to the website, eftm.com. Imagine coming across EFTM on the YouTube channel this week and just going, what the hell? This bloke's driving a Rolls-Royce and now he's driving an Aston Martin. It was a good week, folks, all right? The Rolls-Royce Ghost, brand new uh, edition. I drove the Ghost maybe five years ago, um, and this new one is impressive. But then a few days ago, I drove the Aston Martin DBS Superleggera. Now, Superleggera, Leggera means lights are super lights, carbon fiber, it's beautiful. These two cars are fascinating to me, and there's videos of each up at the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash EFTM online. You're talking around $600,000 for each. You spend a lot more on the rolls because you can do more bespoke things. You're going to, you know, 600 is the kind of high end of the, the DBS Superleggera. But 600000 each, they're both V12s, right? And it just got me thinking, far out, these two cars are at polar opposite ends of the spectrum. The rolls... Is, is beautiful to drive, but it floats through the through the through the roads. It's minimalist, even though it's eccentric on the inside. Whereas the Aston Martin DBS Superleggera is brutal on the road, yet beautiful to drive. It is eccentric and not minimalist. There's stitching everywhere on this thing, and one is a coupe, you know, sit back two seater. Really, it's four, but it's two, and the other is a huge luxury sedan. They were fascinating cars to drive. I'm eternally grateful for the fact that I've, I'm in a position where I get to drive them because I just love cars. And my, my dad would be looking down going, dude, how the hell did you get this? Uh, so that makes me quite proud, frankly, um, because it's, it's uh, the job of, a, of, of many desires. And I'm respectful of the fact that I'm in the job. 
and grateful for the fact that I'm given the opportunities. But if you want to see those videos, the Rolls-Royce Ghost and the Aston Martin Superleggera both are up at YouTube, youtube.com forward slash EFTM online. Trevor along with you, helping you out where I can. Uh, just go to the website if you've got a question, eftm.com. Click Ask Trev. G'day, Mick. G'day, Trevor. What can I do for you, buddy? Hey, mate, I've just got a iMac at home. It's an old 2009 model that's just uh, died, and I'm just looking to upgrade. And I just want a bit of information on the Mac minis compared to the iMacs um, and just, just the pros and cons with both. Well, obviously, the, the number one pro of an iMac is it's an all-in-one. So when you buy it, you get the keyboard, the mouse, the monitor, uh, it's it's all in one. It's a computer, right? Whereas with a Mac Mini, when you buy a Mac Mini, it's, it's it was actually to be honest. Even though I'm in the game, I was a bit surprised. You like it's just a box. There's nothing else apart from a power cable. So you you got to buy a keyboard. You got to buy a mouse. The good thing is you've got those, right? So you'd actually need to buy a new keyboard and a mouse. But with a Mac Mini, yeah. you need a monitor. Yeah. Now the flexibility that a Mac Mini creates is you can get a little 22 inch monitor. You can get a 32 inch monitor. You can get a wide screen. 44-inch monitor, say, from Kogan. I was just talking to another bloke about it. 850 bucks, beautiful, whatever. You can basically get whatever monitor you want and, and yep. complete your, your desk setup. The reason I would push you today towards a Mac Mini is because of this new M1. Now, what, what are you using the computer for? Just general family, looking up stuff, photos, um, just the general family stuff. Then 100%. If you if if you either need to, or you can't wait because your your Mac's broken, but I wouldn't want you to buy a new iMac with the greatest respect to the iMac because I love it and I've had three of them. Um, yeah, there's going to be a new one and I reckon it'll be next year and it's going to be awesome and it's going to have an, the new Apple Silicon in it. Yeah, the Mac Mini you buy today will be five bazillion times more powerful than the iMac you have from over a decade ago. Like you're you will not believe. The performance. And if you're only doing yep. basic tasks, then you're probably not going to get caught up in any um, compatibility issues with apps like Photoshop or anything that aren't built for the silicon. It'll do everything you need it to do, mate. You've got a keyboard and yep. mouse. All you're going to need to budget in is a new monitor. Okay. Brilliant. And maybe maybe wait for the new Macs if we're going down that path. Uh, if you're going to go iMac, mate, I'd, I'd love you to try and hold off because you, you're going to yep. kick yourself in six months. I don't know when it's going to be. It might be 12 months, and so maybe I'll be yep. annoying. But... I, if I, I I nearly bought a new Mac iMac and I didn't because I will kick myself if there's a new one and I, I can't afford to spend twice. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to hold out until there's a brand, brand new one, which is going to be new look, new design and new internals. Um, and yeah. you can get the power of the internals today from the Mac Mini. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use a Mac Mini with a monitor until there's a new iMac. Bring it on. Uh, yeah. Oh, that you know good what, that me. Mac Mini, like, don't get yourself wrong. How old are your kids, did you say? Uh, six and seven. Mate, in in a couple of years from now, you're going to want a second computer around, right? Because yep. they're going to be doing Mathletics, Minecraft. They're going to, that second computer, if you buy a Mac, an iMac in a year or so, you'll have the you'll have the Mac Mini, which will last you ages. So you'll end up with, yeah, okay. with, with two good computers. Okay, brilliant. You also might not feel you need an iMac if you buy the Mac Mini and a good monitor. You may be absolutely okay. stoked with it and, and have no, no need to change. And the MacBook Airs uh, are quite good, the new M1 oh, processor Again, ones. mate, unbelievable. I've just uh, yep. given one to my wife because I've got a spare one to review and I said, I want you to try this because she's got a, I don't know how old it is now, five or six-year-old MacBook, the original 
kind of uh, one yep. that was just called a MacBook, and it's yep. the performance is exceptional. And again, yeah. like if you wanted to, you could buy a Mac Air, MacBook Air, and again just buy a monitor, and and you've got that full screen experience, or just live off a laptop for a while. So yeah, I certainly don't have a hesitation recommending that new M1 chip to anyone. Okay, brilliant. All right, buddy. Great advice. Good luck, thanks, mate. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy your shopping, thanks, and uh, that's a that's a fun one. And it's a tough one too because we are in this zone now where it's like, oh, do I really want to buy one when there's another one coming? There's always a new one coming, but iMac has stayed the same design for like eight years, so it's probably going to stay that way with the new one. Anyway, uh, let me know what you think. Let me know what you've got in your house. What are you What are you running computer wise? And am I on the money with that advice? Uh, let me know. Eftm.com. Click Ask Triv. Always happy to hear from you. Thank you for listening. It's been wonderful to have your company. Lots of great calls, silly things to talk about, and always keen to hear from you. If you can go to Twitter, hit me up at Trevor Long uh, on Instagram at Trevor Long AU, and find me on Facebook, uh, Facebook Trevor Long. If you're trying to actually reach out to me, you'll find you know the Ask Trev is the way to get in touch if you need help or support. Simple chats, Twitter is probably the way to go. Um, and uh, yeah, always good to talk to people who are listeners of the show. Identify yourself as a listener too. I'm not sorry, I'm not trying to say I treat people differently, but the, the the podcast audience I would call the the core. You know, this is a it's also it's probably the smallest part of my audience, right? So the podcast audience, and then and then in terms of platforms, you'd probably go like the 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 website, and then you'd probably go Facebook, and then you'd probably you know then you're going to radio and TV and stuff. But you're you're the core. Um, so identify yourself as a listener. Just mention that you heard something on the show. That's all it is, um, because it does separate the boys from the men, or the women from the girls. I'm not going to be sexist, uh, but this is a FTM. Uh, but thank you for listening. Thank you for getting in touch. For those of you have, for those I couldn't get to, I'm sorry, but we'll try again next week. If you send me an email this week, I'll try and call you on Tuesday morning. That's the way it works. If you don't take my call, you don't get a call. But it comes from a private number, and I can't get to everyone but I'll do my best. EFTM.com, click Ask Trev. Uh, get in touch, say good day. Always good to hear from you. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week.